and we are live. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's sadly that my voice must be the one to start this podcast. Janelle <laughs> from HR, she is on assignment right now. But we got a very lovely guest in the building. She has her own podcast. But of course, of course, I'm not going to introduce her. She's going to introduce herself because she's going to do a lot more justice than <laughs> I will ever do. Miss, take it over. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Stephanie Hardy of the Hardy Wrestling Podcast. And I'm so happy to be here on the Jobber Tears Podcast. This is a dream come true right now. I'm so happy. <laughs> I love how she said she, she said she said it with such with such poise. Hey y'all! <laughs> <laughs> with mad energetic, it looks like she was happy, yo man. Like she's happy to be here. Like she's legit happy to be here. Make us feel I special. <laughs> Make us feel special, Miss Hardy. Make us Aww. feel special. <laughs> <laughs> well, you love guys you. are special. Where, where are you from? What I'm, part of the, you, the U.S. are you from? I'm from um, the southeastern part of the United States. I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. That's where Damn. I'm from. Yeah. You I'm from the storage spot, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's where a lot of people know us know us from. It's the civil rights movement. And we're trying to move past that part. But it seems like all over the country, what they mostly know us for is our work with the civil rights movement. But it's a good thing, though. It's a good reputation. So. <laughs> it is. It is. It, what What is Alabama known for besides the civil rights movement? Uh, football. <laughs> Are you ready for some football? <laughs> Rolling tide. <laughs> yeah, roll tide. Yeah, um, football and occasionally, or at least over the past couple of weeks, we've sort of been also sort of embarrassing ourselves politically. Uh, um all the time but where i live is mostly a blue county so we didn't really embarrass ourselves i didn't embarrass myself we didn't embarrass <laughs> ourselves but sometimes we have a tendency to be a little bit left leaning but other than that there's really most of what we're known for is football and making questionable decisions occasionally um but we have other good things that we have too like um my pastor is actually a recording artist he's a gospel artist who's won like two stellar awards that's like the grammys for gospel and okay. yeah and then there's me so <laughs> so yeah yo there's this gospel rapper that i listen to mm -hmm. I, I forgot his hold on what's his name he he, he did the um he, he did the raw theme song oh yeah i forgot his name but i didn't know he was a gospel rapper yeah that's he so won cool. two he won two gospel Grammys, I think it is, or something of that nature. Uh huh. And, and like, he's like really like good. Like his, his um, his name is NF. Yeah. He's mad depressing. Mad depressing. Oh man. He's like the Eminem of gospel music. Okay. Yeah, I thought the first time I heard that song, it was in the Bianca Belair. Um, yeah, it montage. was. And then when I heard it, I was like, I thought this was like, a, I thought this was a black dude the first time I heard it. And then as it kept going, and then as I found his social media handle, it was like this white dude. And I was like, okay, cool. But I didn't know he was a gospel rapper. That's so cool. Like he doesn't yeah. curse in any of his songs. Yeah. Um, it's strictly like, it's not like, Jesus on my Jesus, 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 Jesus on the cross. I love you, some Jesus. It's yeah. like he talks about his life, but he talks about how, you know, how God has been a factor in his life. He talks mm -hmm. about spirituality, but he talks about 
you know, messing up, going mm-hmm. crazy, suffering with depression, suffering with anxiety, all that other in dope stuff. And I love that sad music that that <laughs> I want to put myself music. It's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't necessarily like sad um, gospel music. Like sometimes I like more upbeat stuff. But then when I'm being reflective, I like some of the reflective music that sort of makes you think, you know, mm. and sort of, you know, have that reference going on. But other than that, like the sadder, the sadder things, I kind of send send a drift away from. But yeah. Okay. So Miss Harding, we we ask everybody that jumps on the podcast with us, what are your Top five favorite wrestlers. Mm. <laughs> I think, okay, so I think I'm going to start. You mean top five men or women or just men? It doesn't matter. What comes to the top of the head? Because sometimes it changes every time. Yeah. Okay, so number one, I'll definitely say Sasha Banks is number one. Okay. Just, to me, she's the greatest female wrestler of all time. It's Ooh, I know big bars, big bars, it is, big bars. I really feel like she's the greatest female wrestler of all time, and it's not a debate. I will fight tooth and nail for her. Um, number two is The Rock because he was just one of my earlier favorites growing up. Um, mm-hmm. I just love him, and then it's like I've seen almost every movie he's ever made. Um, wait, 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 wait. hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I gotta ask you, what are huh? your favorite rock movies? Oh, I think my favorite Good rock question. Movie- it's like there's gridiron game. Yes, gridiron game. That's Scrub one of them. Yes. It's crazy. It's Scrub. crazy how many people sleep on it, but that was such a good film. And I love the game plan. Um, and because it was a very heartfelt, you know, dad and daughter movie, you know, it's just okay. really close to me. And then what's the, what's my number one favorite rock movie? Oh my god, that's hard. He has so many good ones. I think Scorpion. Nope. Those are my three. Okay, okay. Yeah. You froze like a split second. That's why. We're yeah, like, oh. that's what he's just like. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Um, so right. you named The Rock, Sasha mm-hmm. Banks. Who else? Okay, I say number three is Shawn Michaels. Um, not only just not even just because he's a great wrestler, but because like the first time I saw him or really paid him any attention was like in the 2000s when he came back, and then he had Philippians 4:13 on his shirt, and I was like, oh my god, he's a Christian just like me. Um, <laughs> I lost my mind, but it was really serious though for me right there. So I was like, okay, and then um, so I definitely love him. I love almost every match he's ever done. Um, he's amazing. And I also love, and I also cried when he retired. It was bad. Um, and I think number four um, would probably have to be um, Eddie Guerrero. Definitely. He's number four. Um, and number five would have to be um, Lita. So. Yeah. Really? That's yeah. intriguing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's intriguing. So, with, speaking of female wrestlers, females doing their thing, because you just mentioned Lita, uh, this past week on AEW Dynamite, Miss Brandy Rose cut a promo mm-hmm. on the, the newly signed, potentially signed, I don't know what Jade is doing, you know, AW, we don't know if people are signed or not. Yeah. But 
cut a promo on Jade right after Jade talked about Shaq is going to be on AEW Dynamite. Mm-hmm. So the question to the table, first of all, Black Twitter's been going crazy <laughs> yeah. on that Brandy Rose promo. Mm-hmm. What did you guys personally think about the promo? And was it good and, or was it bad? Miss Hardy, you, you're our guest. You start off first. Okay, so when Jade came on the screen, I was immediately intrigued because I had never seen her before in my life. She was like, I was just like, oh, is this is girl. Like she just she has all this confidence, you know, and then she came with all this sort of like almost flirtatious energy, but then it was also really aggressive. And I was like, who is she coming at? Why is she coming at Cody like this? You know, and then um, she said everything that she said, you know, she had all these muscles going on, like giving all this energy, you know, and then she walks off and then here comes Brandy getting her together, being the wife and everything. And honestly, I was still I was lost because she was getting really, you know, buck with her. But then at the same time, that was almost the blackest I had ever heard her sound. And and that sounds so I know that sounds so that sounds so bad, but that's really the most attitude and the most like the blackest inflection I've ever heard her sound in the entire time I've seen her career. Like because I was following her even when she was in WWE as Eden Styles, and I never heard her sound like that until last night. And I was just like, whoa. And I didn't know whether to be happy that these two black women were being all powerful or angry because she sounded so yeah, 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 yeah. Like I didn't know. I was so confused. I was just really like, "Whoa!" Like this is amazing and crazy all at the same time. So I don't know, but I don't necessarily feel negative about it either. So it's just, I, I, I think I just need some time to process. But it was a lot to deal with last night. But yeah, it was crazy. Mister Black, what do you think, brother? It was good overall. I could care less how Brandy acts because we live in a world where. They call her not, oh, you're not black enough. Mm-hmm. You know, how many times that girl said this black woman trash her for no reason? Every right. time she does something, look at Brandy Rose to get the spotlight. So any woman protecting their man, Spanish, white, doesn't matter race, you're going to go off and you won't get angry. Like, yo, don't come at my husband like that. Like, I don't care how big you are. And everybody knows in the animal kingdom, you make yourself bigger than you are. And she supposed to act very professional all the time. Like, uh-uh. Blah, 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 blah. No, like you cannot be, the, you cannot have the HR voice forever. When somebody right. crosses you, yo, you get like the, 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 like the grittiest, the most grittiest side of you. We don't know much about Brandy because you don't talk about her upbringing. You don't know the stuff that she been through, and only right. you don't know she, she, she was situations where she was the only black person in the room, and she mm-hmm. had to represent for everybody. Everybody tends to nitpick at her for some reason why, because they don't make her the easiest target. So the moment where she saw a different side of her, oh, I didn't like that. That was the bad girls club. I'm looking like, what do you, what, what do you guys, and it's sad that it comes from black men, but yet when the white girls act all crazy, yeah, go ahead, Becky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cheer her on. But when a black girl does it, she acting so out of character, blah, 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 blah. Why you got always got to put back people in the box? And I realized that we're very multidimensional. Yeah. So I, had, so I had no problem with that. She made a seven hella more entertaining than the other girl did. Other girl was cool, though, but she was still missing still some element in her promo. When Brandy came out, 
she definitely set the elevation to the next level. Like, I want to see if they're going to tackle to the ring. Brandy made that segment worth must-see for next week and beyond because I want to see what's going to happen between those two women. That's it. She owned that yeah, Great point. Great point, guys. But um, I'm going to agree to disagree with you guys on this one. Mm-hmm. First things first, Brandy's been waiting all her life to talk like that. <laughs> She's been waiting all her life to say all of that. The best thing about the promo, it was such, it was filled with emotion. Yeah. You felt it. You felt mm-hmm. that. No, she's pissed. Mm-hmm. Because of what Mr. Black said, it was, it's a husband. It's a real life husband. Yeah. Now, my issue with it is, you know, she ain't from the hood and she ain't from, she's from the other side of Eight Mile, not the part where, we're eight, where um, Eminem is from. <laughs> she's, the wording was horrible. The verbiage that she used was horrible. It didn't go with anything, but she how, you gonna tell, how you gonna tell a woman how to like react to somebody playing her husband? No, but, no, but, but I'm not saying. The thing is, if this was real life, it would have been different. How you know? This is scripted. But, okay, you see? You, you see? This is where wrestling friends are hypocrites because y'all want real life, but then when you make it too like real life, it's an issue. No, I don't understand the, that. No, but the thing, the, the thing is, the wording that she used, who says heifer? Big Swall said heifer. Oh, y'all went, y'all went, oh, oh, yeah. Like, now, people, I feel like a lot of younger people wouldn't say heifer, but a lot of, like, a, I think the word heifer kind of almost fits another, like, another era of black women, but not really, or of other women, but not really, like, now. Like, nobody in, like, Generation Z or even millennials would really even say heifer. But That's they, what I'm never, saying. She's a millennial. You never know what comes out when you're mad. Everything comes out when you're Thank angry. You. So Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A word will come out and that you probably wouldn't even think that you would even use. And but it's just uses, but the thing about it, it just shows that you were trying too hard to do that. But Big Swell said it before. But Recently. Big Swell from the South. That I would I would see a southern person say half over over somebody from the north. So do you know where <laughs> Big Rose from? She's from Detroit. So you don't oh, think wow. they have that fine? Let me show you. Fine. Exactly. You okay. But but okay, but doesn't matter though, because she's around a lot of southern people. She's been around it for a while. It's like, for example, I know mad dudes from California. Sometimes I pick up their language. I know mad dudes from DC. I pick up their language. It's all about who you've been around who influenced your lingo. Like for the example, like my boy IJ, my boy IJ, like sometimes when I get tight, I say, yo, boy, you've been lunching, my nigga. I say that. And people are like, where's that? What from? I'm trying to say, yo, what because I'm to say, I got dudes from DC. What I'm trying to say is it was a bunch of stuff said. It was a bunch of stuff said, but it wasn't said the way that it should have, it would have really made an impact. The emotion was there, but it was a bunch of stuff said. Now. There you go. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Midwest folks are very southern. Boom. Boom. But, but once again, that? once again, the other part of the promo is that she tried to tear down Jade. Anytime you cut a wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Anytime you try to cut a promo, like a quality promo, you big the person up and you bring them back down. That was my issue with it. Because she's a newbie here. Now, she's not going to be pushed to the moon. We could, you can always talk about The Rock versus Jericho. When Jericho came out, the, Jericho had her. Jericho had a moment, right? And then The Rock took it down. 
Jay didn't have a moment yet with, with Brandy. That's the thing. You want a little sparring back and forth. Jade held her own, but the thing about it also, the problem is it wasn't it wasn't um rehearsed. So Jay was low-key lost in that promo. If you look at Jay, Jay was like, all right, cool. I'm just gonna stand here because I can't say nothing. I didn't feel like she was lost in that promo at all. Neither. Like Neither. I didn't get I didn't get that at all. Like when because like after they were fussing back and forth to each other, it's like there was still a back and you can still tell that it's not gonna be over because after she Thank left you. She her on the book, it's not you. gonna be over, Thank but it's gonna be over at all. It's gonna keep going. It's gonna keep going. No, thank you. That injury is still there. But the thing is, Brandy buried her off the rip. Brandy buried her off the rip. Oh my gosh! Stop throwing around burial. I swear, one person who's one thing. Mean? Oh, it's a burial. How? I'm not saying. Yo. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's actual burial. But the thing about, it, I can use that word. Oh, when, when, when okay. the, the verbiage. The verbiage is like, let's let's give her a little bit more. But the thing is, Brandy's been waiting to say these things. That's my whole thing. She's been waiting to say these things. Right. I don't All like right. talking bad about Brandy. Because she gets enough of it online. That was my, that's my whole thing. She gets enough of being pulled down online a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, if you read comments about her, I understand why she goes through what she goes through. Because, because literally, dogs. I, I, I'm, I'm not even talking about that anymore. I'm talking about legit how they, how they treat Brandy online sometimes. It's like, yo, come on, give her a break. Thank you. Thank That's the you. one thing I will say. The one I found it funny. To be honest, that promo was funny to me. Because I could see it in Brandy's eyes. She's been waiting to say those things, to talk like that. The I problem is I'm nitpicking, but I had a problem with the, with, with people online though. Like if you read the comments on Twitter, like we're taking it easy on her right now. People were legit destroying this girl. And that's and, the and thing. That's and, because it's like she never wins. And go ahead, Stephanie. And honestly, I don't understand why they were were tearing her apart in this in this promo. Because it felt like to me, it just felt like there was a lot of aggression there. And it felt like there was just a whole a good story to kind of just, you know, that has room to grow. So I don't understand why is it that they were tearing her apart. Because it's um, brand new. That yep. may be that may be true, but my thing is, it's like she was trying to give us a performance, and honestly, I just don't. I feel like she doesn't truly deserve as much hate that she gets because, at least in this moment, she really was trying to tell a story here. So I don't. Why know do you think she gets hate. so much hate? Uh, as as a woman, I feel she gets a lot of a, a lot of hate from black women. Mm. And I, 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 don't, I don't. Are we gonna go there right now? Because I'm about to go there right now. No, you feel me? Go in this direction. You know what you signed up for. You know what signed up for, girl. Man, yeah, because I, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with Brandy. At the end of the day, everybody nepotism runs wild in all in all businesses. Mm -hmm. People get put on by their friends in all types of businesses. Thank you, thank you. Stephanie is where she's at because her dad owns the company. Thank you. Has Stephanie evolved in her position, has done well over the years, yes. But I, from a woman's point of view, why does she, why does Brandy get so much hate? Why do you think that? 
You know, I can't really speak for every woman, of course. Um, but sometimes I feel that maybe she gets a lot of hate because they feel like maybe she's not, I don't know. I, sometimes I think that maybe they don't think that she's genuine or maybe they feel like she she comes off. I don't know. Maybe they're just, they think she's a snob. Like I'm not, I don't even necessarily know where the hate even comes from to be quite honest. And it's just, because I feel like she's sort of trying to find her own way and her own lane as, you know, her own person, even though she is married to Cody Rhodes and she's in this, you know, she's married into this family. I feel like what she's trying to do is sort of find her own way in the wrestling business on her own merit. And I don't understand why is it that a lot of black women would tear her down? You're the first person I've ever I've ever heard say that black women actually actively tear her down. And if it's true that people do tear her down because they feel like she's not black enough, as Mr. Black said, then that's terrible because it's like you say, blackness is not just a monolith. And I know I'm one of those people um, where a lot of people would say I'm not black enough because I don't sound like I'm from the hood or I don't sound like I'm from the South and all this other stuff. Like you people used to call me Oreo in school. It was bad. Y'all um, said, y'all said, like, team Oreo, dogs. Yeah, team. like, like seriously. And, and it's just, and my thing is, it's just like, if she's, like, she really shouldn't be torn down because they're just so, there's so few black women in wrestling that are allowed to sort of shine and be, you know, their true selves and who they are. So I feel like ultimately we should be, we as black women and us period should just be uplifting her and just trying our best to, you know, make her feel like she does belong in this world. And and also the same thing goes with Jade. Like even though in that promo, she may not have done the best she could have, she was still there and her personality there and everything that she's about to bring to whatever this feud is going to be, is still going to mean something in the end. Like, and it's still a star making thing for her because that was the first time we ever saw her. So eventually, you know, all, you know, we really should just do a better job of uplifting each other, regardless of our differences. So that's just kind of how I feel about it. I don't have a problem really with Brandy for real. So like, I'm the same way. I have no problem with her. I just feel Brandy just being Brandy. And I just think AEW in general just get nitpicked by everybody. Like, and I'm starting to realize that the whole internet, like every time AEW does something, they Nick pack it. Um, Nick pick at it. Looking at you, Sir Wilkins. And I no, just they, feel they going on both can sides. I finish? They're going on can both sides. Come on, bro. Let, let's be honest. Can I finish? Can I finish? I'm still looking at you, but all I'm saying is this way is we live in an era where people have their opinion, good and the bad. People in general is toxic because I always thought they were just wrestling fans are just toxic. But I realized fan across, someone said this, um, shout out to him, he said, fans are toxic across the board. Because when you look at basketball, you have people so toxic against LeBron. LeBron could complain about one thing, everyone's trashing him. If Brandy Rose is just one of those people where she's an easy target. Like, they just like picking on her. Anything she do is just amplified because she's on a new brand where they can't do nothing right because they always get compared to WWE. Like, Cody does something. Oh, I don't know why. Um, I don't know why Brady will let him do it. I'm looking like, dang, this thing can't do nothing. Like, this in general, the company gets attacked so much. So much, so much that it's just a, a magnet for hate. That's what I realized. And so and, and it sucks that. She's just a casualty of war when it comes to this because Sasha Banks 
grew up like she talks very similar to Brandy Rose. But yeah, Sasha Banks don't get as much hate as that. Everybody let Sasha Banks rock. I understand that Sasha Banks very talented inside the ring. Grant that, but they they don't attack the way that she carries herself at all. But for Brandy, they attack her. And in my eyes, they have very similar mannerisms. Not in totally, but you could say, okay, I can see Sasha doing, I can see Brandy doing this. Because in the past, they said that Sasha wasn't black enough. And Brandy was right in that category with her, not black enough. But yeah, she was too black for the white people. So yeah, it's just Brandy will just have to endure in this, and eventually she'll get that respect just by being her. That's my when, it opinion. when it comes to it, first of all, AEW gets attacked all the time. I'm in AEW gets attacked all the time, and so does WWE. Because both of them have their hardcore fans that talk shit about both sides. Because anything that WWE does, they get shitted on. Everything that, w, that AEW does, they get shitted on too. And it's just that that's just the nature of the business. Now, when it comes to Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks gets a lot of heat. A lot of heat. My, not particularly from maybe from black black people. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like but, that's what we got a fan base. But I'm not talking about everyone else. This no, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. When it comes to to heat in general, she gets a lot. Like a lot, a lot. Her husband gets shitted on left and right on a consistent basis. The thing with Brandy is she was thrown into this huge, into this huge platform out of nowhere. Because if, if you remember her, she was like in a ring announcer on NXT. She kind of wrestled off and off on, on and off on NXT. And then she's thrown into this role. Then the women's division is not doing well. And I don't know why people blame it on her. And she doesn't, she doesn't even run the women's division. Kenny runs the women's division. Uh, you see, you see. So wow. that's that's just what it is. Anything that you do, you're gonna take shots. You're gonna get hate. I was just always like, I just felt that she needed more more support from people that look like her. Because we can go back to the Black Lives Matter situation that what she tweeted and what she posted about. And in that post, I forgot. I don't know if it was a tweet or it was a post on Instagram. She said she said everything that I knew I knew already that she was going through, but she put a stamp like, yo, this is what's going on. She said, it doesn't matter if I say something or I don't say something, I'm still gonna get shitted on, basically. Mm -hmm. And that's just her. When you don't fit a mold that people want you to fit in, that's what's gonna happen. People's gonna shit on it. When it comes now, we go back to let's recap back to the promo. I just thought it was funny. She threw a bunch of words together she's been wanting to use for years. And she was like, I'm going to get this off. I'm going to get this off. Take that out. Like, I was like, again, I was rooting for her. It was, it was passionate because I've seen girls that, you know, we're from New York, Stephanie, as you know that. And there's mm -hmm. Long Island. That's like the that's like the real uppity, uppity, uppity blacks want to be there. And I did a lot of girls. And you did a couple of girls from Long Island, too. And they act like Brandy Rose. And when they get tight, yeah, you get the hood, hood side of them, and then just throw a bunch of words because they're just very passionate. And when you're angry, you can't really, you just, you just very scatterbrained. So you say whatever you want. So to me, I was just like, I've seen it before, and I know what it is. Like, but why? Is, yeah, it was it's, hilarious. It's entertainment. It's entertainment. Thank you. Thank you. you. But, but hold on, hold on, hold on. It's entertainment. Um, 
it's enter it's entertainment and it's um it's, it's entertainment and it's just you expect a little bit more. And when it comes to AEW, and this is something that's something we'll get off the subject right now, they're not polished. I that's agree. the problem. Yeah, that's I agree. With that, yeah. I agree. I agree. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. And when I say things about AEW, because you did mention something, it's because you're on a bigger stage. I agree. Why do I feel like what I'm watching is independent wrestling? Granted, I enjoy it regardless because I watch independent wrestling. All three of us do, don't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we can enjoy it on that level. The thing I want AEW to grow because it opens up the business. Thank you. It gives too. my friends who are wrestling an opportunity besides WWE. Mm -hmm. It gives mm -hmm. it gives us options as podcasters and as fans of the sport more things to sink our teeth in and have conversations about. Facts. Right. So right. I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm an honest fan, maybe a little bit too honest. So if I see something that I don't like, like for instance, we can go on this, Shaq coming to AEW because it, it's, it's, it's just, it's just weird. So Miss Hardy, what do you think about Shaq coming to AEW? Now, when Jay said that Shaq was coming, like when he said Shaq, I was thinking a part of me was like, wait, does she mean like Shaquille O'Neal or another Shaq that's a wrestler? Like I was wondering, like, but then again, I was just like, really? Like Shaq? Okay. Now I wasn't I wasn't mad. I'm not really mad about it because Shaquille O'Neal has the the freedom to sort of flow in whatever he wants to in entertainment now because he has that pull. Um, I mean, because I mean, and in wrestling, you know, we've seen so many celebrities in different avenues just come in and out. Like we've had basketball players, we've had Carl Malone, we've had um, William the Refrigerator Perry, all these different people, Dang, you know, in football, okay. like <laughs> we've had people in all kinds of sports, like Pete Rose and all those people come into wrestling all the time. So it's not necessarily surprising that he would want to, you know, go to, you know, AEW and do his thing there and want to do a thing. He even came to WWE one time. Um, yeah. Under the Giant that, Memorial, right? Was it yeah, under the Giant Battle yeah, Royal? Battle WrestleMania. He came a and couple was, of times. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, if he wants to go in AEW, go ahead, chop it up, do that. Um, how he's going to fare in an actual wrestling match, though, with somebody like Cody, Cody. like who's you know one of the Rhodes boys and how gifted he is. It's just like, I don't know how that's going to go. But I'm still intrigued by it because it's, it's Shaq versus Cody. Like, and then with the way that Jade, you know, bigged up whoever this big bad is supposed to be, you know, she bigged it up, but then when she said it was Shaq, I was like, huh? What is he going to do with Cody? What's going to happen? Huh? So I'm, I'm intrigued to see where it goes, but I just don't know what Shaq is going to do with Cody Rhodes, though. So we'll see. <laughs> um, before I start and be saying my point, Stephanie, I really do enjoy your, your facial reactions. It's good to put a face to your voice and what you say certain stuff on your podcast, because again... <laughs> I love your show. I love what you do on it. You're hilarious. Yo, you are one woman band. And like, 
I love it. You know, please, please, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, YouTube, whatever you enjoy podcasts at, because this woman is on fire. You see what I did there, everybody? This Thank one. You. <laughs> but Thank you. honestly, I enjoyed it. I was like, all right, cool. That's what's up. You know, Shaq is probably seeing as he's always looking out for the smaller man. You know, shout out to Shaq and making Shaq sneakers cheap for everybody. They look like fake Jordans, but so what? Like for that <laughs> moment, it did, but I saw it as people still bought it. The fact that the kid in the hood could still have some kind of closeness to Jordan because I can't give you much. I can give you the knockoff and he's still making money. Shout out to him. Be part of the whole Arizona can movement. Shout out to him to try to say Papa John's. Yo, he trying to look out for the little man, you mm-hmm. know, and Shaq is very entertaining and he brings an audience. So if he want to, if, if they want to get Shaq on there, be my guest. I don't care. But something that, you know, shout out to Barry Smarts, even though I'm not a big fan of him though, but I get it. And, you know, shout out to even my brother, like AEW did promise more and more wrestling, wrestling, but then I kind of get why they renege on that because you have to evolve over time. And, Yes, they should. Yes, they shouldn't just focus on one thing in the beginning. But that's with everything, you know. When you look at, just like Jericho said, this is like a sports team. They have family. Like when you, when they reach when they when you acquire a new superstar, a collective of different people, they'll say that we're gonna be defense is heavy. Blah 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 blah. But then at the end of the year, something happened. They have to switch up their whole identity. For them to win a championship, you know, look at the um, New York Giants. Look at the Cardinals when they had Kirk Warner before before Kirk Warner stepped it up. They had a one way to do their offense. Kirk Warner came, directed the ship one way, and they went to the Super Bowl. So sometimes you have to make a change on the fly and say, "F these fans, we gotta do what's best for us." Yes, I agree. If you're gonna say something, be a person about your word. But at the end of the day, this is business. You know, we try to sell tickets. We try to feed family. A lot of people depend on this check to feed their family and other um, extracurricular activities. So if Shaq want to go on there, I know Shaq going to kill him. I know Shaq's going to bring his A game. Is it going to be entertaining? That's more eyes onto the product. So long as it adds to the product, I'm for it. Um, when it comes to Shaq coming to AEW, I said I said it on the on the, the IG page, but let's let's begin. The reason why he was he was in WWE. And the reason why he, he was supposed to have a match with Big Show, but yeah. they said because um Shaq was out of shape, so, so they didn't want to put him on. Yeah. <laughs> That's the rumor, supposedly. But the bigger thing is that my brother kind of t- touched on it is AEW keeps talking about that they're gonna be an alternative to WWE. That was their whole thing. That's the whole thing that, that they spoke about throughout their launch and the, the beginning of the year. That's one. When it comes to their fans, they always talk about how WWE is stupid, it's not real wrestling, this and that, blah, 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 blah. In some ways, you can argue that it's not real wrestling. It is sports entertainment, or it's, it's more sports entertainment, which is fine. But now you're doing the big business stuff. The reason why Shaq is on there is because he works for TNT, and you guys are on TNT. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to cross-promote, which is fine. But that sounds like very WWE. So once, once again, my brother said, yeah, you, you can switch it up, which is fine. 
but you're only your first year in here. We switch up when we get the big deals. We switch up when we get signed. When we want to go, but you decide to go pop net right now. That's what they're going to, which is fine. There's nothing, I'm not against it. But don't promise me some cautious rap, so some real deep rap music, and you went to the mumble rap music lane. Okay. You get that check. Honestly, AW <laughs> Dark was 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 very well put together. The pacing was amazing. Like, yes, they had some sports entertainment element in there, but I didn't feel like it dominated the show how the WD product would. We still had some good wrestling, and guess what? We saw blood. Like the blood was like he had crimson red, all of that. It made sense. I still enjoyed it. It still gave me that grittiness. And on top of that, it still applied to the hardcore wrestling fans that have been there on being an elite. You know, the people that we will reward you because you watch Dark. We put Scorpio Sky versus um, the Perfect Ten. I forgot his name in AEW right now. They rewarded Spears. Sean Spears. They continue on, on to Dynamite. So basically that episode to me, it was a perfect rebranding that they didn't have to scream rebranding. It still fed my hunger. It still made is, my belly fill. And like it made me got, feel to the point where my back hurt after that. So I was good. I was still right after. You gave me the, the elite. You mentioned the elite. That series is sports entertainment. It really is. It's hilarious. It is sports entertainment at its finest. It, it is. is like when Stone Cold and Kurt Angle teamed up. Angle's on a banjo with a little hat on his head. That is yeah. what he really is. Okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay. okay. That, okay. That's literally what they're built on. But side note, side note, side note. John Silver actually got more TV time. He got a war with the Orange Cassidy versus him because Tony Khan saw him elite and said, "Yo, why not like this on screen?" So this is why the Dark Order is more like they different. And yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but the thing is, this is it is fine. I'm not against it. Like I said before in the beginning of the show, I watch both shows. I just like wrestling, but I'm gonna talk about when things are wrong. And Yo, is, I get you. I get you. Like I'm not mad at it. Like you're like the most okay. Honestly, mm-hmm. though, like you're the most like you give it props, but you said that. Yo, I'm calling out on your on your hip hippo hippo hip. Hypocritical. Hypocritical. Yeah. Um, you swatched that. We said it yeah, right. Hypocritical. Hypocritical. I'm gonna call it out. And that's pretty fair. Like you call but, it out, but you still watch it and enjoy. You still support the product. So yeah, it's it's, I like your yeah. type of fans because your type of fans is what I still in like like prime example. There's only I could put it in my brains. It's like me being a diehard Knicks fan. I love the Knicks. I've been a fan since I was in junior high school. Yo, no matter Wait, what. Stop, time out, time out, Mr. Black. Steph, are you a Dallas fan? A Dallas fan? A Dallas Cowboys fan. Oh, no. Oh, oh, okay, okay. oh, oh, oh No, okay. not at all. Oh. What made you think I was a Dallas Cowboys fan? It's a Southern thing. No, I really don't have an NFL team like oh, that. Okay. I, just, oh. I watch it because it's on, but I don't have a team like that. My, boy, my, boyfriend, my boyfriend loves the Raiders, though. So. Okay. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. He loves the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay, cool. You can stay <laughs> on. I don't have a team. You can stay on. You can stay yeah, on. Yeah. If you said Dallas, I would just say, hi, right, Stephanie. See you later. Oh, they're going to kick me off? <laughs> I'm a diehard Giants fan. Diehard. Oh, no. I'm a diehard Eagles fan. 
So we oh. sort of coexist here. You okay. know. But all I'm saying is like, like that hard Knicks, I'm I love the Knicks, but I'm also critical on them. But I understand that no matter what, I'm still gonna root for them. I'm still gonna ride that bench to the end. So I just said my brother's saying, like, I'm still an AEW fan, but I'm gonna call out for their BS because I want them to do better. Yeah, because that's like that's like me. I'm a WWE fan, you know, you know, tried and true. But honestly, what I try to do most of the time is to focus on the things that I love. But then when I see something that I don't like, I'm going to call like I'm gonna call it out and discuss it, but I won't like I won't just harp on it because I know, you know, in my heart I'll always love it. But I will call the stuff out that I do see that does bother me, but I won't just, you know, harp on it. Some like because sometimes I feel like we can be we can be a little bit harsh. A lot. We can be very harsh on the things that we don't see and then on the things we don't like, and then we kind of amplify it and then don't really amplify what's going right a lot of the time. We're harsh on things that we love. <laughs> yeah. So, Steph, moving on, talking about WWE. The Bellas have spoken about potentially making a comeback mm -hmm. to WWE on getting the tag team titles. Hmm. That sounds amazing, I think. <laughs> so the question to the, to the table is, do you think the Bellas should come back? And what type of legacy did the Bellas have? Have and what the type of legacy do the Bellas have now? You want me to go since the retirement? You want to go, Steph? Or you want me to go? Uh, you can go. Um, if the Bellas want to come back and go after the women's tag team division, I hope when they have it, everybody around them who's going after those titles are elevated. That's all I care about at this point in wrestling is no matter who we put a championship on, whoever is in those matches with that person who may win it after whatever. Whatever, whatever their legacy with that title is, even though they're, they're older, please set up the next generation. Make the next generation look good to the point where when you leave, you have input in the game where you see it on screen. A lot of stuff that we may not see, like let's say if like, they come back and bury the whole division, you don't see behind closed doors where they set up each and every woman with different products or different shows, different businesses they could travel. We don't see that. So I'm saying this, if they're going to do this, make it what they're doing for the division, how to elevate it better. Meaning that they reset the whole division, like defending on every three shows, all the stuff that we wanted, please bring that stuff back. Make the, make like tag team turn, make women's wrestling matter, not just on one show NXT, on every brand, because you have the most collective of women, all sorts of ages, body sizes, a range of WWE, but yet you only use like, six of them and the ones that you do use sometimes outside of six you don't use them to the full potential like Nia Jax when she wasn't with Tamina oh my gosh beast running through that division there was the good final boss in the elimination chamber where they made it mad they add another layer to that division that they needed but now it's just like what am I watching like what, what are you doing outside of Shasha and Bailey you know I, and I don't like that so if she's going to elevate them, I hope she does. But as far as legacy that they left, in-ring-wise, they was perfect for the women. They was perfect for the Divas era. They was the definition of the Divas era. You know, girls that didn't cover wrestling but became wrestlers. So there are, they are the icons for that. But their time was so quick because they got outdated very quick. But the impact beyond the wrestling ring 
is good. You know, because of them, they based Total Divas, there was the basic foundation of Total Divas, where more women could show their personalities, more more opportunity for WWE wrestlers, male or females, to get a shine, to show a different who they are. Rusev, you know, uh, my, my son, Wade Barrett, my son, Dolph. Many people was on the show found a male-wise and also the female-wise, too. So, honestly, they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame because they did what they had to do. It was not that for they put them everywhere. Women wrestling didn't matter as much. They were just doing their job. And beyond that, they did great. So, the legacy to me, yo, they deserve to be the WWE Hall of Fame because they fit that era. They was the icon era that fit the title of Divas. And they are worthy of the title of WWE Divas because they did find that era. Now, I will say there's a part of me as as happy as that made me that they said they want to come back um, and go for the women's tag titles. It's like they weren't the women's tag titles weren't did not exist, you know, when they were a tag team. It, it just wasn't there. So for them to want to go after that, you know, was all was pretty cool. I was just like, OK, well, if they want to do that, then that's fine. And that will definitely bring eyes, you know, from their sort of reality show world, you know, to wrestling, like what Total Divas does anyway, or what Total Bellas does anyway already. And that's always a good thing. But on a wrestling standpoint, they haven't, something that I worry about is the fact that they haven't wrestled in like a while. And that's not to say that they haven't been training on the side of which, you know, them balancing family life with their husbands, fiancés and their babies, you know, because women, you know, we, we we tend to juggle things and that's great. But at the same time, I don't know how they would perform with these women that are there now. Um, it's like I wonder if they would be able to stand up, you know, with these women that are here now. It's like you have you have the riot squad, you have the tag teams that they could come up with in NXT if they wanted to. Like, say, for instance, if Shotzi Blackheart and maybe Tony Storm had a tag team in NXT, would they be able to, you know, stand up against those two and everything they can do? Because it's like you said, Mr. Black, they came up during a different era of wrestling where, but then again, you had people, you know, it's like you had Nikki Bella who was able to sort of evolve because she would wrestle in matches against Paige, you mm -hmm. know? For the Divas title, you know, all those times. And it's just, you know that she's she was able to sort of evolve. And then Brie, you know, was able to evolve to a certain point. But then it's like, you wonder if they'll actually be able to go along with these girls. Like, um, so I feel like it's a great wish for them to go and go after the women's tag titles if they were to do that. But then a part of me wonders, would they be able to really stand with these women and all the abilities that they have now? It's not it's not 2015 anymore. It's not 2014 anymore. It's 2020. And these women like have evolved, you know, senses of wrestling now that just that might be past them. So I'm not saying I'm not dissing them and saying, oh, they're past their prime and all that other stuff. But I just wonder how they would be able to stack up with this women's division now. Mm, oh boy, you guys are nice. You guys are very nice. You guys are very respectful. <laughs> Especially you, Miss Hardy, Southern <laughs> Bell, my brother, Mr. Black, was very, very sweet. Very sweet. <laughs> All right, let's speak on this. First things first, the Bellas are legends. All the famous, no doubt about it. You can't deny their impact in professional wrestling what they did outside of professional wrestling. You put those two out, they represented the WWE so well. 
they were the John Cena of the women's division at one time. Merch sold, TV sold, doing great. And they were all over the place. Facts. Right. Now, Can I get a fact, now, Stephanie? Yes, facts. <laughs> now, <laughs> currently, currently, that shit ain't gonna work. <laughs> that shit ain't gonna work. And it's this, it's this evolution. Either you evolved or you're left behind. You guys both touched on it. And it was great points you guys both made. Because it's true. The current crop of women in this division can fucking go. These eight former models, these eight former swimsuit models, the eight former fitness models, these are wrestlers. They have all the brothers are, used to beat them up. Yeah, exactly. These are women that have pedigrees. Like you can you can say what you want to say about Lacey Evans, but she was in the armed forces. Right. Yeah. Marine yeah. Corps. She doesn't more time in the outfit. Like I felt that's like she got caught up the way too quick. I felt that yeah. she, she got, got like more two more years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, got yeah. caught up a little bit too quick, but she yeah. was, I don't know, they were doing a call up. And out of that women's division, that crop at the time, she was the most polished, even though she wasn't really polished. Right. If that makes sense. Presentation yeah, wise, cool. she's polished. So mm -hmm. I get it. In the in ring, no. Yeah, no. In, in ring, no. Mm -hmm. Now, Bianca Belair, former athlete, like, is this a, di a different animal? Miss I like, feel like, right. I, I feel like Bianca <laughs> Belair, they need to diversify her opponents. Like, she's been facing um, Selena Vega for like forever. She used to face like a Naomi and Natalia. Like, diversify her opponents, please, because I want to show her full range of ability on the main roster and eliminate her low key. Yeah, and, and it's just and it's just it's just to a point where the Bellas can't hang. Maybe they did make a little comeback. Was it three years ago? I think it was yeah. two years ago. Mm -hmm. And it, it, you go, ugh, you kind of cringe when they came back because the industry had evolved by that point. Mm -hmm. It wasn't yeah. because I remember. Um, I think it was I watched a documentary with. Um, I think it was Untold with Sasha and um, Bailey. Right. They were talking about their Brooklyn match, and they were talking about how they how they were being trained before the revolution. You know, before the, the evolution of, of women's wrestling in yeah. WWE per se. Mm -hmm. And the trainers were like, no, you can't do that. It's about hair pulling, maybe a couple of rolls in there. Like, you know, you know, like the way women used to wrestle in attitude. Era. Mm -hmm. Remember that time? Yeah. They're way past that. So like you said, Miss Miss Hardy, maybe they are training on the side. Um, One of them is married to one of the best wrestlers in the world, Daniel Bryan. Mm -hmm. So we so we don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We don't know what, what they're capable of, but their last showing was very like, oh, mm, mm, yeah, you made a face. And then and the, it was a nice face. And then the, and then it's like really the last time we saw Nikki Bella fight on her own, that was like the match that she had with Ronda Rousey at Evolution. And that was really like, and really, and I remember a lot of people felt like she should not have, you know, went on last. Um, with Ron Rousey, but it's just the fact that even then you sort of felt like she was almost out of sorts simply because Ronda Rousey is a fighter. Yeah. So it's just, 
I don't know. Like, I agree with you. I just don't know if they really and, hang. And crazy thing about it, it's not their fault. WWE keep putting on these on these different main event. She probably didn't want to be main event because she understand like, nah, but who knows? But it's WWE fault. WWE no, keep but, on putting them in these position to look dumb. But then again, hold up. You know what? The old saying goes, you have to stay ready. You know, no matter, like, if you know something's coming up, you know that how they might put you in a, in a certain spot, you got to be ready for that, dogs. So it's either evolve or die, trap or die. Yeah. But but when it comes to um, her main eventing at Evolution, it, she had to. It was it was the most moneymaker because of how big her brand is. You this, went? Goes back, this goes back to her legacy. You went, Stephanie? Huh? Did you go to um Evolution? No, I didn't go to Evolution. I watched it on um I watched it on um the ne the network. The WWE Network for nine ninety nine. Yeah, um, <laughs> I watched yeah. it on the network. I watched the whole thing. It was one of the best things I ever saw. <laughs> yeah, but it, it made sense for her. She is she has a legacy, and the tickets weren't selling for, for Evolution. Remember that. And you know what? <laughs> and you know what? You're right. And hardcore fans. We are the hardcore fans, and you're right. But I'm gonna say this: WWE needs to adapt a W. I mean, a NBA style of bring bringing in casual fans. I mean, but back the old fans, casual fans, and hardcore fans, appealing to all the audience. I realize NBA is the perfect blueprint that WWE needs to follow. Example where where you have nights where they have a retirement, like they said the Knicks, they're on a patch reunion by giving everybody bobbleheads, you know. Like they took a the middle of a game, they'll say "Pat's Union." They they clap this that, a third, and then that's it. But WWE, they put such an emphasis on the old talent that you're looking like, dang son. It's just like I don't know. I just feel WWE needs to do a better style of marketing to everybody because when they lean on one, like when they market to one audience, they lean too much onto it, where they don't know how to just do the middle like this. So. WWE's product is that is that they mark they they use the NFL style. They need to do the NBA style. Of how they mark, I've been saying that for years. How they need to market like the way the NBA does, create stars throughout the throughout. But um, next thing we'll we'll move on this week in wrestling. Anything stick out to you, stuff? Like anything this past week that you hated, loved, thought it was awesome? Like, full, did you watch Full Gear? Uh, no, I did not. I did not have a chance to watch Full Gear. Um, I, was, I, was, I was doing something else. <laughs> like, <whoa. the> weekend. <laughs> I was with my boyfriend. We were on a date. So. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, a very Christian and, date. Uh, well, and then we were watching um, <laughs> Joe Biden. And then we were watching Joe Biden's speech, too, because he had just won and he did his um, victory speech. So. Dang. Yeah, so that's what was going on. A nice Christian, a, a, <laughs> that's like a nice Christian day, you know. Yeah. Nice Christian day. Politics yeah, and chill. Yeah. Pray and chill. Yeah. <laughs> Pray and chill, exactly. That should be a shirt. It should be. Yo, that should be your shirt, Stephanie. Oh, maybe it can be my shirt. You know, I do think about different shirt ideas, so we'll think about there it. You go. Pray, Pray and chill, and chill. baby. Yeah. Um, but, but I enjoyed Full Gear. It was uh, long. Long. 
oh my god, that thing was long. Uh, I spoke about this to a couple of people, and it was the FTR versus Young Bucks match. I don't know where you have you been following that that build up to that match. Um, I actually haven't been because I know I know when it comes to AEW, my boyfriend tends to follow them a whole lot more than I do. Um, and he had been following it, and he was just telling me, you know, all of what's going on in the feud and stuff like that. So apparently, it was a really good match. So, and then the Young Bucks won, and then he was pretty happy about that. So I had I know who the Young Bucks are through him because he would watch Being the Elite and R and ROH when they were there and stuff like that. So they were pretty. I actually like you know everything that they had to bring as a tag team. So I'm happy for them. I'm glad they won. Okay, so I'm gonna get nitpicky right now with that match. Brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. First things first, the match was way too long. Okay, so that shit was a solid like. Was it like thirty five minutes, forty minutes, Mister Black? Yeah. It was like that. Tons of tons of um near falls. You know how what near falls are like two. Oh, no, kick out, kick out, kick out, kick out. So he was. We were yawning just like that during the match, <laughs> and oh. um, <laughs> the match had its good points. Like it had a really high point. Like oh my god, this is awesome. Then it like. They didn't go into the next part of the match on some like, yo, this is great. They kind of like dropped down. Uh, the way it ended, it didn't make sense psychology wise. Like, he won the match by doing a super kick with the broken foot and no boot on. That's how he finished the match. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's the thing so, that Bubba Ray said. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So it's like some may argue that you kind of just shit it on the FTR. Like, and that was like, yo, nah, you shouldn't have done that. And the thing about it, the Bucks had to win because they made that stipulation. So as soon as you saw that, you're like, yo, they, they got to win. You um, we are never gonna um challenge for the tag titles ever again. You're the face of the tag team division. Of course, you're gonna win. So that was a little bit my issue. My favorite match of that night though was Darby Allen versus Cody. I think Cody can put on a hell of a fucking match, man. I think Cody's one of the most talented brothers in in not brothers but brother like not not you know you know what I mean, guys. Um, in that in that company. Might be the most talented person in that company when it comes to putting on a match, and that that was my ups and downs. Did you guys? Did, you got anything for um, ups and downs for um full gear, Mister Black? Um, I enjoyed it. Darby Allen winning because it, it it completed their little feud, and everything about the match I enjoyed it. You know, I felt the emotions, everything, and I loved it. And I even liked um Sean King's. I mean, Eddie Kingston losing because. It's kind of like, where else were you going to go with it? I feel, would he be AEW champion? Yes. But not right now. Down the road, yes. But like I told someone else, he's that super villain where he may get defeated one I mean, one battle, but he's still going to laugh and say that, I ain't done with you. I'll be back eventually. So you need a, a, a Eddie Kingston around. So I like that. Shout out to one biggest surprise was the Cassie versus um, um, Joey Silva. John Silver. John, John Silver. Silver yeah. John I Silver. keep calling Joey Silver. I don't know why. why I keep calling him that. 
Joey Silva, but he surprised me. Like, yo, Travis it was Silva, good. That was good. That was good. Uh, I enjoyed that match too. Yeah, and again, it proves the fact that you need those guys like that. Like, you need those gimmick guys, like, 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 like Cassidy. And it it was felt great on that on that card. And another thing I kind of nitpicking is. Man, AW got a large, large pool of great women on their roster. They need somebody to steer that ship again. Because at this point, you made, you know, Tiffa from Final Fantasy VII win again, and you know that she does not sell tickets. I'm sorry. Like she made... Just say it. Just say it. The women's division is garbage. It is trash. It is horrible. I will never come out the talent. I feel no. like every division have great talent, but I feel like it's all about who's leading that ship. That's why, that's what I, I'm sorry, I realized that. Because as long as you have good women talent, as long as you have a great direction, you're going to be good. But whoever directing that ship is doing a terrible job. Because that Asian woman, I'm sorry, like she's not money. Yeah, she may wow these corny, you know, diehard wrestling fans, but she's not wowing no one else. Outside of them, she's not wowing me. Yes, the England is cool though, but she ain't no Oscar dogs. Sorry to compare her to another woman, but she ain't no Oscar. Every time Oscar do something, you felt it, you felt the intensity. She ain't no Kyrie Singh. She ain't them dogs. You need to go back to promo cast. You need to go back to reconstruct that character of yours because you're not money right now, dogs. You're not making nothing on this block. You're starving out here, B. Yeah, you get a little few ch chips here and there though but you ain't making big bucks nala rose is money big swole is money you have many other talent on the roster who's more money than her i'm sorry Sheeta? he you said he anything on this block <laughs> she ain't doing nothing you don't make Sheeta, anything on this block <laughs> she got, isn't though she's right it's not, and not, it's not even her talent it's like somebody needs to take her to the side like yo look at oscar look at Kyrie singh Look at all these other people. And you need to sell tickets out here. You're lucky that we're in a pandemic. You get away with this crap. Because if we was not a pandemic, <laughs> yo, you can tell the difference. The reason why it's it's not no one else. It's her. It's her. She's not doing nothing for me, dogs. I'm tired of it. Big Swole should have beat her. Nia Rose should have beat her. Yo, how Nia Rose storyline after she lost, is more interesting than your whole personality. Come on. Come on. You're looking forward like, oh, this is what Vic and them going to do next. What are you doing? So that's why I said, whoever leading that ship of the women's division, hop off right now, kill yourself, and make someone else the captain. Somebody need to step it up and say, I'm the captain here. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You have way too much talent on that division to not see it clear as day that she ain't the money right now, dogs. Yo, you yeah, need to, to trade her, get off the block, get off the star player. She's not. She's only bringing to the conference final. She's not bringing to the finals, B. You need a LeBron. Come on, man. Try like Michael Beasley to like lead your ship. <laughs> That's an insult. See, Come here's on. the thing. I want to believe in them, you know, and their women's division because I always root for all women, period. Of course. And but and like, I want to believe in them, but it's just. They don't. They don't have anything that's really that captivating that will make me want to stay. 
And it's just so hard because I want to believe in them because they have people like the Britt Bakers and you have people like Big Swole and all the and Nyla Rose and all these other women, you know, who have the capability to to take it to the next level if you know if they put the gas behind them. But it's just they're just not doing it. And it's just so hard for me to want to watch them, you know, and the women and their women's division. And it's just I want them to do more to make me watch, like make me turn off NXT and watch you. Like make me do that. But you're not making me do that. And it's so sad. Come on. So um those are great points. Those are great points, but they're not putting them in in positions to win. Right. The new captain, dogs. They not and it's and it's and it's what my brother says. It's the um the whole they need somebody to steer it in a place where it makes sense. Book them in things that make sense. Like Sheena's talented in the ring, extremely mm-hmm. talented in the ring, but she's not good on the mic. She's not charismatic enough. So they shouldn't have gave Vicky to Nyla. This odd. They should have made an odd pairing between. Sheeta and Vicky. There could have been a whole storyline done yeah. with that. Made Vicky her mouthpiece. There's yeah, so many things Vicky that could have been done. There's so many things that could have been done in that situation to improve it. And you said the right thing. It's never the talent's fault, really, because you know they're not. They don't tell them what matches they want. Sometimes they do if you have enough pull. But I'm pretty sure yeah. Sheeta's not going into the into the the VP's locker room and telling them like, yo, I want this, this, and this. No, they're telling that they're putting them in these foods together and it's not working. They need to stop booking it. Like it's an indie show on steroids. That's how it's booked. And like sports centric sports entertainment or not everything that involves competitive sports, we get sold on it. There's a storyline behind it. You're intrigued by it. The whole NBA Finals, there's a story behind it. Kobe mm-hmm. passed away. God God rest his soul. So are the Lakers going to win the title? Mm-hmm. The Miami Heat came in as the underdogs. Um, Jimmy Butler was the man, the ragtag bunch, going up against the machine, the Lakers. That storyline put behind it. Can LeBron get his fourth ring? That's a storyline. Can Jimmy Butler get his first ring against against LeBron James, the king? Storylines, characters were sold on that. You talk about you love college football, Roll Tide, Alabama. Every time there's a big college game, story, you're sold on it. Yeah. And And that's the problem when it comes to the division. My brother has said it numerous times in that rant. It sounded like some drug dealer talk. But it made sense. If I wanted, if I want to take the product, I'm gonna enjoy the product. But the product must be sold, and I and I preach this all the time. And that's the problem with their division. And you know what? I understand it's COVID. But like you said, I want to root for them. I want them to win. And Sheeta needs to be put in a position to win. She needs to be put in a position to win. But let's move forward. Let's talk about Raw. Anything that stuck out to you for Raw, ups and downs, sides to sides, Miss Hardy? Did you, did you even watch Raw? I did watch Raw. Okay. Talk to me. Okay. 
So I watched everything except for the end because I had a really hard day and I just needed to go to sleep. Um, Sorry. <laughs> but it's, it's okay. Um, so basically, I watched all of Raw and I feel like something, there are more things that I didn't like about Raw and I'll address it more in my next episode of my podcast. But saving some, saving some. Yeah, there was a couple of things I didn't like, but I will mention one thing I didn't like and I will talk about is the Raw Women's Division. I feel like they've been on the struggle bus for the past couple of weeks to the point to where it's may, it's hard for me to find something positive to say about it because cause normally that's my thing. I like to talk about what I love. But lately when it comes to Raw, the women have just been struggling. It's like you have... Um, Mandy and Dana in a tag team. And then it's like you have Naya and Shayna. They're the women's tag team champions. And then it's like you had Lana sort of getting away of all of that. And now for eight weeks, almost eight weeks in a row, we've seen her get crashed through a commentary table. And at first it was funny, but now it's just kind of like, uh, do something else. And then it's just, and then it's like, we're so, and then it's like they're supposed to be building up for Survivor Series. And I understand that this is probably a part of the back and forth that they like to do when they make it seem like, will this team come together and make it happen? You know, and can they put their differences aside to win for the brand? And I get that that's a part of like an age old thing that they like to do, but it's irritating me to the point to where, and then it's like, they're doing it with the women and they're also doing it with the raw male team too. And it's kind of annoying. And it's just with just the women sort of being in a disarray, um now with them building up survivor series and all this other stuff it's like it just seems like there's no one to even go after oscar at this point it's like they're not fully utilizing oscar as the raw women's champion at this at this stage and it's kind of irritating to me because she's done so much for that division and so much this year alone in you know for the women's division on raw and it's just now she's champion again and it's like we barely see her on television now and when you do put the women on television you have them all arguing with each other and crashing lana through a table every week there has to be more you know you have to utilize your girls a whole lot better than that and it's just it's just a little bit annoying and i want more but it but a part of me wonders if they're struggling because they don't really have, you know, the larger stars like the Charlotte Flares or the Becky Lynches or Naomi. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's just they need to find, like, some type of center. Otherwise, if they don't have a center that's anchoring them, they're just going to be in disarray the, the entire time. And it's just so hard for me to pay attention to that when it's just mm -hmm. the same thing all the time. Mm -hmm. So that's Good something point. I didn't like at all on Raw. Good, good points, good points, good points. Um, did you watch... Um, last week's SmackDown? Yes, I That's did. Right. Yes. What do you think about that? Um, I feel like SmackDown has been the better of the brands. Yeah, it's been the better of the brands. You know, if you put Raw and SmackDown with each other, they're, it's just the better show. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have NXT, which is sort of like its own bubble. But that's going to always be good simply because of the talent and what they do and all the above. But I just feel like SmackDown has been the best show out of all three because it's like you got Roman Reigns out here acting like the Samoan mob boss um like he's in charge of all of his family doing this and all this other stuff and him and Jay and watching his internal struggle you know and the acting job they've been doing it's just been stellar stuff like I, I understand Oos. I want them to win an Emmy like it's just ugh. anyway 
they need to they need to be nominated for an Emmy because their work has just been stellar. And even with the women's division, them pushing Bianca and having her win and having her on the SmackDown women's team, like and the first one to qualify for the team is amazing. And then you have Ruby now who's on the team too. That's good. Um that's really like I'm really excited for that. Um, I felt weird about them sort of taking the Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins and Murphy story from, you know, Roz, almost like they took it out of that picture and then, you know, clipped it to the SmackDown picture <laughs> and just did the whole thing as a continuation. But they're still making it good in the sense Thank that you. Murphy, Murphy is you. trying to get close to, to, to Seth so he can show that he's on the Mysterio side and kick his butt. But it looks like, you know, he's being devious, but there's still some intrigue there, even though that story has grown long in the tooth. Um, it's been really long, um, but it's still good, you know, regardless. Um, and then there's Sasha Banks, you know, and how she was able to win the SmackDown oh, wow. Women's title from Bailey finally. Like, when Bailey turned heel on Sasha, that was on my birthday. And that was one of the best birthday gifts I could have ever gotten because I've been wanting them to fight each other, you know, on a serious tip, you know, like they did in Brooklyn for years. And once they finally had that chance, I was like, yes. And their match at Hell in a Cell was absolutely amazing. And to watch Sasha win at a pay-per-view and then to watch her retain, you know, finally was just like, yes, because I love her so much and she's like the greatest, but I feel like her title reigns have always been short, you know, for whatever reason, you know, because she once said in an interview with Sam Roberts that she felt like that they, the management like kind of felt like she doesn't need a title to be over, which is true because she's a star. But at the same time, if she's the greatest female wrestler, let her have a substantial run you know, with the title. And I feel like now she has a chance to, you know, have all these matches with all these other people like Carmella. I feel like that's going to be a good feud. And then she might have a match with Bianca Belair, you know, with so many other women, you know, who haven't had a chance for the SmackDown Women's title before. Um, and plus SmackDown is just always my favorite show because that's the show that seems to come to Birmingham a whole lot more than any other show. So it's just kind of like, I'm a team blue girl. So yes, for Survivor Series, I'm rooting for them. So yeah. And plus blue is one of my favorite colors. So what rappers from Alabama. Huh? Any rappers from Alabama? Uh, we have Flo Millie and we also have um I oh my god, I forgot her name. It's not Miko. No, Mulatto? it's Chica. No, I think it's Chica. She's from Montgomery, and then Flo Millie is from um Mobile. And then we have Rich Boy. He's from Mobile too. Like throw some D's on it. He's from that's my son. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Black, anything from this past week on um, on wrestling, AEW, NXT, Raw, SmackDown? SmackDown to me felt like I mean SmackDown, sorry, Raw. It didn't like it didn't intrigue me and it made me excited. I fell asleep. And that's a bad thing if I fall asleep. And um I said to fall asleep around the same time every week, so that's bad. And I just feel it's too much filler right now. It don't feel like right now, you know, I know you're a fan of anime, um Miss um Miss Stephanie. And some episodes just feel like, why did I waste my time thinking that's a new episode and it just fell up? That's how I felt like. <laughs> Like it didn't follow. I mean, it didn't forward much plot. It was just something just to fill in the episode quota. It was interesting. I feel it's missing 
it's missing a real identity at this point. And I see one, I guess, only positive was to me that stood out, but I've been watching their matches on main event, Mustafa Ali versus Ricochet. Of course, that's going to be good. That's money right there. That was fire. Um, I've been watching this as main event. Like, every week, I watch main event. Main events, to me, is their house shows. So, um, who knows Yellow Wolf? Oh, Yellow Wolf. Oh. Okay, 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 Yellow Wolf. Okay, 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 Yeah, so... It, like that to me, another good match. I have a. I'm gonna say this. Some people may disagree with me. I have good hopes for for retribution. The fact he's making people to pronounce his name in his native language, I love it. You know, you're not gonna say it how you know, that's every black girl's way. dream. Facts. You gotta <laughs> say it on a colonized way. You gotta say how my people are saying it and. I don't want to say his first name because I don't want to disrespect my great people from that part of the world. How you say it? Mustafa? Mustafa? How you say it? It sounds like Must Mustafa. 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 Yeah. So I said it right. Mustafa Ali. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you. You know, that's another dream of every black Muslim man to make that say Mustafa like that. Mustafa. I love it. So retribution. I have a good feeling. It's either he'll get the CL Punk push after that, or the whole group's going to eat. I know. I know. I just have a good feeling about this. I may not see the feature like that's so Raven. You see what I did there? You see yes. What I, did there? <laughs> I really like that reference. Yes. I really like that one. Me, <laughs> you are here. Me, you are here. Yes. Me, you are here. Yes. But um, I love it. So that's only that real bright spot. Again, the Hurt Business, once again, representing... For little black boys who don't wear suits, they out here wearing three piece suits and three different kind of three different kind of black men in there. You got the big husky dude, you got the old head, you know, you got the old head that fits between two different generations. That's my son Shelton Kittles, you know. You got the young thirty year whippersnapper, my son Cedric Alexander, aka Cedric the Entertainer. You know, I told him that by the way, and like he laughed at me. You know. Like, that's my favorite that's wrestler. So and he wears glasses like me. So, my favorite wrestler. Aww. I've been watching this since 205 Live. He was the face. Yes. Nevertheless, though, those are the two bright spots. Outside of that, Raw felt like another filler episode. It wasn't interesting at all. It didn't excite me. Trash. Basuro. In the words of Janelle from the HR, Basuro. Basuro. I have a question, though. Okay. Do you guys. I think I forgot where I saw this. I think I saw this in a message thread on Instagram. Uh, did you guys do you guys feel like there's any um truth to the fact that the her business always has a tendency to go after black wrestlers, you know, as as a means of undermining the Black Lives Matter movement, and undermining African American viewers? Because I saw that somewhere. We're in the I same thread, Stephanie. I think, yes, okay. Right, okay, I can't remember. We're in the same you know thread. How many messages, you know how many messages I get? Okay. Look, it's a, okay. Like, I just, I literally saw this, and I couldn't remember exactly where. I'm sorry. But I get so many messages at a time. Sir Wilkins, ooh, 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 Hollywood, Hollywood. <laughs> Ooh, ooh. No. I get so many messages all the time. Like, oh, oh my god, it's not even like that. But like for real, like I saw that and I was, and it made me mad. And I was just like, I just don't feel like that's true. Like I don't no. want to believe that. But I wanted to ask how you, you know, because you brought up the hurt business, Mister Black, and I had to ask, you know, what do you I guys go think off. of that? I gotta go off. 
It's stupid. MVP, let me break down the relationship of okay. all these black men. Him and Shelton Benjamin was a tag team in New Japan. That's mm-hmm. one. Cedric and um Cedric and um what's that dude's name? Um, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. The, the um did you see the did you see the um the article? Yeah, Mr. Black? It. Yeah, I seen it. it it's yeah. it's not about them together, it's about them attacking. They were saying that they're trying to diminish the Black Lives Matter movement. I don't think so, because at the end of the day, everybody that they're working with are putting their best works. Like they no, it's, it's, who, it's who they're going up against. Yeah, like, their opponents. Their opponents. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They all make each oh, other okay. look good. Like, they all make each other look good. Ricochet, when like he got attacked by Sergio Alexander, he put his best-selling work on. When they was going at it for weeks and weeks, best work. Come on. Yo, make everybody look good. Yo, I'm going to get you on screen somehow because some way we all going to eat somehow. It's the business. It's not their company. So they make everyone look good. You don't see them disrespecting them. You say, nah, man, you just can't join us. You never see them belittling each other. You just say, nah, you just can't. Like, we don't want you. You feel me? Titus oh. O'Neil, Titus O'Neil and Trina as a joke, way before the hurt business. Um, who else? Um, you got other dudes like um Cedric Alexander was not doing nothing until the hurt business came around. Ricochet was barely doing anything, got crushed by got, got crushed by bra. They do nothing about that until the hurt business came. So make them say, Yo, we're gonna put you on screen each and every week. How many weeks that you saw them before? It was never a problem before, but now it's an issue. Now you integrate the new day into their beef. Come on, what's the best way to get these guys out of trust? Yo, we want y'all to do good. Come on, we come together like Voltron. Every time black people do something that doesn't see something, it's always, oh, Luminati, that's what has happened. Why was God undermine us and everything? Why does everybody got to make that we go against each other to try to undermine something else? I just hate that. Like, for example, I remember it was somebody on the internet was saying that, oh, um, Steph Curry stopped Biggie on, um, on, on, on February. Why would you do that? You're going like, you imitated from the, the, the movie American X. He did that. I'm looking like, Vince don't even watch those type of movies. Who's even thinking like that? Everybody always want to make this a race issue. I'm tired of it. Right here. Right here. The article is written by a plastic man because it was a reach. Thank you. Let's call him Lance Armstrong because he's reaching. Come no, on. Well, well, so the article, the article is from Vince Russo. Oh, the reach no, came. The it was king. It, 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 it was from that how that you say that yo a foreigner will never be champion in my company and reach mad foreign wrestlers. You want us to Vince Russo? So it was it, it was it was from Vince Russo, and I remember seeing it in the thread, and I was just like, this is fucking stupid. Thank you. Um I didn't like it per se because this is this is it. When two white guys go up against each other, it's fine. It's totally fine, right? Mm-hmm. Am, am I am I am I bugging? Just tell me, Stephen. No. Right? Am I crazy on that one? No, you're not. Like, you're not. It's fine, but you don't think that MVP has some type of say in this stuff, Thank right? You. Vince loves MVP because is he not so, a producer? Like, I don't know if he's still a producer, but he still helps out with certain things, right? Now, Titus never gets TV time. Never gets TV time. He's a great ambassador for WWE. 
the greatest like, Christian brother, like yeah. like he he's all about a the Lord. Father, don't yeah, forget all that. that. Throw that he, in. He, he, yeah. He's a he, he wrote he wrote a book. Like he's great. Great, but dad. he's never on don't TV. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. I think the last time he was on TV per was se was Raw Underground. Was Raw? No, was Raw Underground. Then it was WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. No, Raw, Raw Underground came out. I said, WrestleMania. I said oh. before that. Oh, okay. Before, okay, okay. before Underground, and it was it was Raw Underground, but before that, it was WrestleMania. He's never on TV. I don't think he even barely gets any matches. He was put on TV. They they jump him because because they're like we're not gonna let anybody just join the group. Which makes sense. They have the they have the core already. Now, you see him on TV. That's the best I've ever looked him in a ring in Mad Law. They he sold it, did their thing, and they get off. Now, Mus Mus, I'm, I'm trying to pronounce his name right now. Um, Mus Musafa Ali. He's not black. He's a he's a brown skinned brother, mm-hmm. and they're put. They get they they were elevating him in, in that feud. Ricochet doesn't get TV time. He, he can't talk on the mic. We all know that man can't talk on the mic. But he but he's on Raw every week. He's been on Raw every week. So don't forget my son, it, Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, but but it's that it, they're talking about the articles. Like it was Vince. It was Vince Russo talking about how. They're trying to shit on the Black Lives Matter movement, kind of what they say. Am I wrong, Stephanie? Tell me if I'm wrong, Stephanie. I don't know. If, did you read the article? Yeah, I read like certain parts of it, and you're right. Like he was kind of saying that he was just trying to that there was it was a company's way of undermining it, and it made no sense to me because this is the same company who a few months ago let Big E and Kofi make all of their statements with that protest they did when they were on their knees and did the hand the the. Yeah, power fist, and they let them wear their armbands with all the all the people who had been victimized by police brutality. Like that didn't make any sense to me. Like, why would a company that went under that would let let them let them do that? You know, turn around and you know undermine them by utilizing this faction that has done nothing but you know uplift black male wrestlers for the past couple of months like it just made no sense to me plus not to mention you have cedric who comes out there with his armband that says black lives matter all the time it's black and white and it's just it just makes no sense to me you know why vince russo would say that like I feel like sometimes people just have a tendency to just reach really far to try to like sound like super deep or to trash them for no reason and it and it was kind of just stupid to me i think we all just kind of agreed that that was just a dumb thing to say so this is the actual so this is the actual thing i'm gonna read it to you guys mm-hmm. um russo said this one of the biggest problems with raw is there's no sense of reality so if i'm writing raw the hurt business is coming together the same time black lives matter is coming together and that's what it is and no that's what it, it's about and that's what they are talking about. And they are trying to get more and more blacks to join the cause. And bro, I'll tell you right now, I would have done it in a positive way because that would have been great PR for WWE. The black athletes are getting together, uniting, and they are trying mm-hmm. to put positivity out there. Doesn't the New Day already do that? Thank you. Yes. Okay. They've been doing it for years now. Bro, you do, <laughs> do, you, do you notice that what they are doing Every single week, they they got they've got the black people beating up the black people. 
They did it to Titus. If you remember last week, they bullied the guy in catering and it just happened to be a black guy. I'm like, so there are no white people back there? While Black Lives Matter is happening, they are going black on black. You cannot tell me that they are not doing that on purpose. I mean, you look at Titus and you look at the guy last week and now they are in against the New Day. Outside of, the, of your arena, black people are uniting all around the world. You're pitting them against each other. I know them and I know the system. They are purposely doing that when this could have been such a strong message and have such a positive message. But what it is, is it's black guys beating up on other black guys because they are taking shot at Black Lives Matter. It's way too obvious. Yo, why is always people not from the culture? I'm not just saying that skin complexion only, but people not of the culture always have these weak arguments. Shut up. Because you had a new day represented for us black culture. You had when the herpes and I said you Alexander, the Twitter thread went crazy. Yo, Cedric mm-hmm. Alexander, people mm-hmm. got hyped, son. So what are you talking about, Vince Ruth? Again, the same guy who was hella racist saying that a foreign cannot be champion in my company. And guess what? Now you just want to bury that, right? Come on, B. Come on. Oh, you was the same one that wrote these cliche, cliche stuff for what's this dude's name? He's one of the biggest stars. You wrote that. Made him like the Green Hornets. Come on, bro. But yet you're talking about that. It's always the media always say that black on black crime. It doesn't exist. You don't say white on white crime. You don't say Spanish on Spanish crime. You just say it's a crime's a crime. I'm tired of that, man. I'm tired of that, man. I'm tired of all of them saying that. It's playing more hate. Not one of us black people thought like that, B. We just saw, ooh, nah, man. The Herpes ain't one to mess with. When we went to war, Raw Underground, the internet went crazy. Them beating each other up. He's like, yo, that was a crazy segment, man. It was, it, it was a reach. It was a reach. It was... Mm-hmm. Um, it was a reach, and it was trying to say something because he only mentioned two people. Because how long has her business been doing this? Thank you. Right. So, so it's been going on for like multiple weeks, and it's easy to fall into it because of the times that we're in. People are very sensitive, right, about certain things. Um, but I totally disagree with it. I think we, as a co- as a collective, on this episode of the podcast, totally disagree with it as well. Yeah. Um, Steph, thank you for coming on. Thank you guys for having me. This is such a huge honor. Like I would see you guys up and down my timeline before I even started podcasting. And I always thought that, man, look at those people doing their podcast. That's great. And now life is coalesced to bring us together. And this is so wonderful. Oh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you pop on these three stuff. Oh, I'm trying. I'm Thunder trying. Rosa? Come on. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That was such a blessing. Like, all of this is a blessing, and I'm just so grateful to be here with y'all. I do have one question, though. Like, I hate that she's not here for me to ask her this, but y'all call her Janelle from HR. Like, what's HR? Okay. Uh, (laughs) Okay. um, Human services. Human resources. Yeah. Oh, she's from human resources? No. So, the reason why is because... She's always the one that like is like the motherly of the group and takes yeah. care of everybody and like brings people together, like human resources. Oh, okay. And people okay. go to go to her with the problems. Yeah. Like okay. human resources. Okay. Yeah. 
So, nah, it, it isn't like she's from um some country named HR or something. Yeah, no, no, no. Like I or like a part of New York. Like I like I thought maybe it was like a like a part of New York or something that I never heard of before. Nah, it's just being okay. resources. Yeah, like okay, okay. Like, you know that Janelle is a Virgo, so yeah, Janelle is like the mother of everybody. Like whenever something happened, you call mm -hmm. Janelle. Like if there's a beat, you call Janelle. You know, mm -hmm. and, we're, and we're very overly protective of Janelle. Yeah. Yeah, I can see you guys are a family. Like, I love her. She's great. Yeah. So, we just got back quiet. Like, Miss Hardy, thank you for coming on. It was fun. Yeah. Um, drop, your, drop your social media handles. Okay. Well, y'all, if you want to follow me or follow the podcast, listen to the podcast, it's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, um, YouTube, and Spotify. Um, and if you want to follow me, you can follow me at Hardy Wrestling Podcast on Instagram and on oh, Twitter. And, <laughs> and on Twitter at Hardy WrestlePod. Um, and listen, and you can also listen on YouTube as well. So yeah, that's where you can find the show. Please support me. <laughs> support is there. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Well, since Janelle's not here, let me close it. All right, man. Once again, please follow the Jabateers on everywhere. Um, please subscribe, like, comment. And yeah, man, Stephanie Hardy, man. Thanks for being on the show, man. Hashtag Black Excellent. Hashtag We Out. <laughs>